traps are all alike. They give you a big buildup, and when you get there, it's nothing but a roadside shaft with a bunch of cheap trinkets. Welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And this is the final week. Final, final, final week of... It's the final countdown. Proto Slasher Month. We're not going to finish because we'd have to pay royalties <laughs> to them people. Again, I do, think, uh, I do think we avoid royalties when you sing. Okay, because I'm so off-key or yeah. whatever. Whatever. That's cool. I'm the average American. Cause like that, uh, that thing that recognizes music, like on t- that cancels all Taylor Swift songs off of YouTube. Uh-huh. Like I don't think it would get you. Okay, so I can start singing now. Maybe don't sing we "Welcome to New York." Like will I think. Ever, ever, no, ever. No, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, this week we watched "Tourist Trap" from 1979. That's actually the same year as the first film we watched, "When a Stranger Calls." So we've come full circle, and here's the plot of "Tourist Trap." A vehicle breakdown strands teens near a desert madman's wax museum full of lifelike dummies. Oh, really? That's it. I'd say uh, their car is also full of lifelike dummies because these characters are not smart. They're not, but we love them for it. Uh, Most of them. Who didn't you love? Molly. We'll get to that. Okay, yeah, you really didn't like Molly. Yeah, basically, these kids are on vacation. Their car breaks down. They end up in this weird, like, oasis motel thing full of mannequins, and they're evil mannequins. There's a telekinetic killer with a mannequin mm-hmm. face who's trying to kill him. Yeah, it it's wasn't crazy. really clear. Uh, but as always, we rate the movies on scariness, campiness, FX, and quality out of five. Let's start with scariness. So I good. gave it. What's that? Nothing. I gave it three heads. And that's because, like. What kind of heads? Um, like bad heads, like not good head, like you know. Like you mean like a parrot head? What's a parrot head? Jimmy Buffett fans. Oh no, like those um, are pretty bad heads. Okay, I wasn't scared, you know, um, but I do think that the situations were well orchestrated. Um, I thought that it was, it wasn't as, it didn't make me as mad as when I saw Texas Chainsaw and the people just kept going like into the house and dying. Like, I felt like they had a reason to be there at this house when they were going to the, or the motel or whatever it was. Because they were stuck. Uh huh. Because they were stuck. And every time they went in, like, the situation was new. They went into, like, a different room or there were different mannequins and killer things in there. And it wasn't just the same killer, like, offing them off when they entered the, like, vo- the foyer or something. Okay. Um, I'm going to not turn this into a defense of Texas Chainsaw, which would become its own full episode. Mm-hmm. So I'll just let that slide. Um, did you give it three? I gave it three. Okay, I also gave it three out of five screams. Um, like, at the slasher elements of this movie aren't the best, but the mannequins themselves are the creepiest things mm-hmm. because they all, I mean, mannequins are scary to begin with. I'm not sure my mom would even be able to make it through listening to this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, she couldn't go um, live through those... Uh, like old Navy commercials with the mannequins just standing there and there's like voiceover over there talking to each other. But these mannequins, they look freaky just standing still, but they start moving and their yeah. heads move and their mouths all fall open like ventriloquist dummies and mm-hmm. they start screaming. And it's, it's pretty freaky. It is freaky. Um, did we ever figure out if they were, uh, like spirits trapped inside the mannequins, if they were people transformed into mannequins, um, what's the deal with that? <laughs> 
Um, this movie doesn't make it super clear because apparent, like this guy's either a mechanical genius or telekinetic or both. He's mm-hmm. definitely telekinetic because he strangles a girl with her own scarf with his mind, mm-hmm. which he couldn't have rigged that up with pulleys or whatever because she was she would have noticed. I I think she's not that drunk. Okay. Yeah, so I guess he's telekinetic, and the he puts he kills people, and he puts plaster on their face to make their faces into mannequins. I don't know what he does with the bodies. Uh, maybe he eats them. I don't know. I think it's less scary when the killer starts talking, as in most movies. He does say some creepy things. He's like, mm-hmm. why don't you like me? Like a creepy Barney. Mm-hmm. But the third act is a little slow. There's constant, like, people try to escape, and then they can't, and then they do again, and then they don't. No, there. Oh, there was also a great sequence where the girl's getting her face covered in plaster, and her heart literally explodes with fright. Uh-huh. Oh, that scene was really creepy. It was, and you could yeah. hear the heartbeat uh-huh. over the sound effects, uh-huh. like an alien. Yeah. Which actually also came out that same year. Maybe Alien stole it from Tourist Trap. I don't think so. I really don't think so either. I feel like Tourist Trap can thank its entire plot on Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Um, Tourist Trap felt to me like the like the setup for Psycho. With the killer from Texas Chainsaw, plus some House of Wax in there for good measure. It was a it was a, it was a throwback to the greats of yore. Yeah, it was a good old mashup. Uh, let's see, campiness. Was this campiness? movie campy for you? Yeah, I gave it four. Ooh, that's it solid. That's a solid four score. mannequins. Um, yeah, the mannequins were really silly. Um, they didn't scare you? Mm, no, they freaked me out. Not really. Maybe if this were like a better movie, if it were like on a widescreen and I was it was a dark or something, but I just thought they were silly. Oh. Um I did think they were a little creepy, but like the abundance of them in every like scene was just like, Okay, I'm over it now. Okay, that's fine. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean you you're scared of white people, so I figured it would kinda carry over. Okay, no. I'm scared of white people, not like dead white people. <laughs> I don't understand why they couldn't just uh like push the mannequins off or like whack them around like Dude, these mannequins are, are heavy have you ever had 20 mannequins fall on you no it's not fun it was, it was only like five though they're heavy the characters didn't have 20 either fall on them they had like five That's maybe still a lot and they got out but it just took them some time and it didn't make any sense to me like you see these things reacting like why don't you just hit them or something i don't know it took our main girl so long to realize that there was an axe on the floor and for her to okay. use well, it Molly is an asshole. Mm-hmm. I hate Molly. Uh-huh. She's our final girl. Mm-hmm. And like she shows up the first like first thing. She's dressed as like an Amish American girl doll. Mm-hmm. I combined the two jokes that we made about her okay. in the beginning. Yeah. I'm giving credit to Sergio for American I was, girl. Yeah. I collect the dolls. Okay. So you collected Molly. I did. Because that was definitely an American girl doll. I collected name. the Molly the MDMA, <laughs> I think the, the, same the crystal, the hard rock. Cafe? Sure. Okay, um, so, no, she starts off as, like, the Sweet most, Alice. Oh, God. Keep going. That that would be a good name, street name for a drug, though. I'm sure it is. I got that Sweet Alice. I got that like Yum Yum. Wouldn't it be shrooms? Maybe. Didn't Alice, like, eat shrooms in, the, in Wonderland? I guess. So yeah, she did. Yeah. Okay, cool. Shrooms. So, um... The thing that I was saying that's actually relevant, um, which is, oh, yeah, Molly sucks. <laughs> that's the, that's my thesis. Let yeah. me present my evidence points in three-body paragraphs. 
One, she dresses like an American Girl doll. And she's... You can't hate her for that. No, she's got a hat, and everyone's all like, let's go swimming. And she's like, I really don't That's think That's misogyny, Brennan. What, that she's wearing a hat? I You're hate You're criticizing hats. her garb. You didn't criticize that one dude's ascot. Uh, and then his hat. Well, you did no, criticize I criti- his hat. I criticized the hot dude's bucket hat because yeah. he has his shirt flapping open and his rippling abs in a bucket hat. And I'm like, look, you could be Zac Efron with the face of... Zac Efron. Zac Efron. <laughs> like a combination of Zac Efron and Zac Efron. With, in Baywatch. With, with from the, Baywatch. Yeah, with the hair of Zac Efron. And if you put on a bucket hat, I would throw you out with the garbage. I don't believe that for a second. Well, we'll see. We'll talk. Zach Efron, if you want to test that out, my address is. Um, anyway, no. But she's like, oh, I don't think we should go swimming. And I'm like, that's the most virgin-y virgin thing I've ever heard. She doesn't uh-huh. want to have any fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, virgin, I'm like, it's fine if you're a virgin. Like that, I'm not shaming virginity, but like the virgin character in horror movies. The archetype. Yeah, the archetype. But then she instantly decides to go skinny dipping with them. Mm-hmm. So she's also very easily peer pressured. Like, it's like, look, if you got to have your crappy morals, at least stick to them. Uh-huh. And then when they meet the obviously creepy old man who runs the whole business and he's like, oh, your car broke down. Let me drive you to my creepy mannequin house with what is clearly a corpse inside uh-huh. of my dead wife. She's like super into this. She's, she basically. I did like her relationship with him. How much she was so willing to like just, you know, she was down to clown with Mr. Whatever. Yeah. No, because like literally the second she takes her clothes off, she turns into a different person. Mm-hmm. She's just so adventurous. He's like, let's go to my creepy motel. And she's like, come on, everyone. Hop in. The water's fine. Uh-huh. And she's like taking his Dr. Pepper and being like, yeah, thanks so much. I'm going to flip through your photo albums and try on your dr- dead wife's dress, basically. Well, she, she like. She felt the fabric. Yeah, she holds up the sleeve to like see how it would feel on her. Mm-hmm. And it's the creepiest thing. And I'm surprised she didn't end up actually marrying him, like in Motel Hell or something. Uh-huh. Uh, Spoilers for that movie. Well, I don't think that marriage ever went through either. Uh. It was not consummated, shall we say. Okay. Um, but I just hated Molly so much. And we're supposed to like feel for her as a final girl, but I just wanted her to get dead real quick. So yeah, I, I didn't feel for her. I felt more for um, the one that had like showed her bare midriff. Becky. There was an Eileen. I don't know if that was her. I feel like Eileen was the first girl to die. Yes, she was. Come on, Eileen. I'm mean, going to call her Midriff. Okay. Mid- I liked Midriff. Midriff. Midriff Wilson. Yeah. Actually, their friend was named Woody, which was short for Woodrow. So that's probably political in there somewhere. This is a very intelligent movie. Um, Woodrow I- Wilson, the politician from over 100 years ago? Yeah. Okay. I was just making it up. I don't okay. Know. Okay, good. Although it was slightly political in that like just like Texas Chainsaw it's about the economic downturn of the 70s cuz like oh um, the guy's the highway kinda, yeah the guy's kind of crazy cuz the government government built a highway so nobody comes by his motel thing anymore so <laughs> he's just all alone with his mannequins but i give it 3 out of 5 perms and i've been talking for a long time so i'm just going to present my one article of evidence which was the music by Pino Dino. oh yeah that music was bananas it was like B-A-N-A-N-A-S. it was like if willy wonka visited Mr. Magorium's Wonder Emporium. <laughs> I never saw that movie. Neither did I, but I saw the trailer. I listened to a Flophouse episode about it. Anyway, the music's just like... This is one of the very first movies uh, produced by Charles Band, who is in charge of Empire Pictures and Full Moon Pictures. He's made all the Puppet Masters and Demonic Toys and Ginger Dead Mans, but like, he really likes evil toys. It started here. Mm-hmm. Like This is one of his first things. 
I think he's got a James Wan type situation going yeah. on. With like evil This movie was totally perfect for James Wan with all the different puppets and the I'm sure he loves this movie. Yeah. We gotta ask him. Yeah, one day. We'll tweet, tweet at him. We'll tweet. Everybody, let's tweet at James Wan. Let's start a hashtag going. <laughs> hashtag James Wan, did you watch Tourist Trap? Question mark. Yeah. It'll be trending by tomorrow. Perfect. Let's talk about effects. I'll start. Okay. Um, I give it three out of five mannequins. I gave it four. Whoa. I'm so generous today. You're, you're feeling great. Okay. Uh, well, I got some simple ones, so I'll go fast. Um, the kills aren't really that bloody. There is a great kill of Woody, the the sexiest one in the bucket hat. Mm-hmm. He gets impaled with this like pipe, and his blood drips out the pipe. That's mm-hmm. really cool. The sound effects are the best thing about that. You could hear it slowly draining. Uh-huh. And um, this girl gets hit in the back of the head with a tomahawk. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Have uh, you seen that kill before? Uh, not specifically that. And definitely not thrown by a mannequin of a Native American. Yeah, see? It really keeps it original. Yeah, it does. But th- I, I'm giving it three out of five for the mannequins, which really creeped me out. Uh, what about you? What gave you four? Four? Um, I was really impressed with all the telekinesis happening everywhere. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, And then the dolls opening their mouths and singing. I thought it was impressive. I didn't necessarily like it. But you weren't scared by it. I wasn't scared by it, um, and I thought it was funny, but I was impressed by the effects okay. of it all. Yeah, for a low budget movie, it looked mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it uh, had more going on than Texas Chainsaw. Although I will say, the Texas Chainsaw was probably a better movie. You know, definitely. so you don't stone me to death. No, you look. You can disagree with me. I think this is probably like the major conflict of mm-hmm. like the overarching arc of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Is that I want to punch you every time we talk about Texas Chainsaw? Really? No, I'm mean, no, but I love that movie. To me, that's one of the, like the most perfect '70s movies ever. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, again, we don't have to talk about it. We're talking <laughs> about Tourist Trap. Well, I mean, like I feel Tourist Trap had the benefit of being done years later when technology was just slightly more advanced, so they could be that much more impressive than say, you know, Texas Chainsaw done in '72. Yeah, but the thing is, Texas Chainsaw stands on its own without effects, like. I think it's really scary and intense without being really bloody or mannequin or goofy. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about quality. I'll start because I'm right down the middle. I've given it threes this whole time. I'm going to give it a three. Mm-hmm. It's a stronger three than last week. Sorry, Tristan. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, this is the movie this month that has held my attention the most. There were rough patches where it got a little slow. Mm-hmm. But... I was very engrossed in this movie and all the mannequin nonsense, and it it was a very enjoyable, good time. Very Charles Bandy. Oh, there was one scene where there's just a hallway lined with mannequins, and they're like trying to sneak past the door where the killer's playing with his baby dolls, and um, he goes out to investigate, and they're pretending to be mannequins, and I'm like, it's the original mannequin challenge. Oh yeah, that was good. That was good. That was funny. Uh, anyway, what's your quality score? Um, I gave it three. Okay, cool. I thought it was decent, um, but I found myself like being bored by it quite often. Um, I didn't really... Especially if you weren't into the mannequin mm-hmm. stuff, that's all there was. Mm-hmm. I didn't really dig any of the characters. Although I guess I found Slauson probably the most interesting. The killer character. Uh-huh. I would want more information on to why he went crazy. Uh, oh yeah, we already got that because he saw his wife and his, his brother doing the do. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I got to say today. Okay, cool. What else can I give it for quality? Why would I give it three? It wasn't good. Well, um, you gave it two fours. What made you give it a three rather than a four? I was bored by it. Okay, that's a good reason. Yeah. 
just that. I found Alice Sweet Alice more engaging with um with that girl that we all thought was gonna be the killer, but it turns out was the killer, sort of. No, she wasn't. Okay. It was the whatever. The um, maid to the priest. Something happened. Tristan did send me a very long uh Twitter message to explain the plot, and I Thank do appreciate you. that. Um Yeah. What was going on? Something. Oh, you found it. You liked Alice Sweet Alice better. Maybe mm-hmm. that's because uh, religious iconography speaks to you a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm a very secular person, and like I don't know, you just have more of an understanding of what it means. I guess. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. History, religious history <laughs> with us. Down, <laughs> down, boy. <laughs> Uh, let's do champion dialogue. We, I mean, we got through tourist trap pretty fast. It's a very slight movie. Like, there's not a lot to really dig into. Yeah, it was. Um, it was pretty to the point. I found, which I guess I liked because yeah. it was short. Yeah, like we got crazy mannequins killing people from like scene one. Yeah, that was good. I would say that was good. There wasn't a lot of dead time in it. Like, mm-hmm. um, that one movie we saw, When a Stranger Calls, God. in which there was just. You mean where the whole movie is dead time? <laughs> yeah, for the beginning and end. Yeah, like that one just had a lot of dead space in it. Um. So my champion dialogue was that gun thing. Is wasn't it great? How about you introduce? It? <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote gun thing. Uh, my champion dialogue is when uh, they're gonna go, or Mr. Slauson is gonna go inspect and try and find the friend who went missing, and he just like he doesn't know. Uh huh. And he just automatically grabs his gun. What are you doing? I'm going to find her. With a gun. All right. Without a gun. And then he easily just puts it back, and it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was the most humorous part. I don't know if it was supposed to be. Probably uh-huh. not, but it was funny. Uh-huh. Uh, my champion dialogue is one of the weirder sequences. There are some bonkers sequences in the third act of this movie. But, like, he has a mannequin that I guess is supposed to be his dead brother mannequin. Um, And they're, like, eating soup and crackers. But, like, obviously the mannequin is a mannequin. Mm-hmm. But he starts using his telekinetic powers to make it talk. And this is just a little... And it only worked for whatever reason when he had the mask on? Yeah. Like, I think he had to dissociate from himself in order to, like, enact his powers. Mm-hmm. It was like, because uh, he was talking about having to, like, keep them hidden. It was a very... It was, he was Elsa from Frozen. Oh, he had to, credence. Yeah, he had to conceal, don't feel, don't mm-hmm. let them know. But now yeah. they know. Let it go. Let it go. I will rise like a mannequin. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but okay. Well, I wanted to combat you. Oh, thank with you. With the only song I knew that would come to mind at that moment. Okay. Um, Not yeah, that I knew it would come to mind, but the only song that came to me in that moment. Yep. I have to be clear. This is their exchange while they're eating crackers. How's that? Let's eat. That's what I said. Let's eat. Is it good? Yes, it's very good. You want some crackers? I'd like some more crackers, please. That's what I said. Yes, the crackers are very good. I just like how... Well, first of all, it's super weird and kind of freaky that the mannequin just starts talking for no reason. Mm -hmm. I just like how he sounds like Doug from Up. He's like, yes, I would like some more crackers. I love you very much, Master. Mm -hmm. Um, Whatever. I'm I'm over this. Uh, Proto Slasher, this is the final one. I don't know. what. Like I, I definitely feel like this was a later one. It was definitely getting to the more slashery zone because mm-hmm. it was right before Friday the 13th, right before the gore came in. But like the formula was already kind of 
being very, established. Yeah, very established at that point. Um, again, lots of kill scenes, but people don't die immediately. Like he chains them up in the basement and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and people stay alive forever. And it takes forever for anything to happen to them, um, which is probably my biggest complaint to proto slashers. What do you do? You feel like you learned anything more about the genre yet with this one? Um, I can't really say. I feel like I really learned anything. They were all very four different movies. Or, I mean, all four movies were very different. Uh, I would say that... I don't know, because this was one of the later ones, and it didn't really have a lot of blood. And I felt like the other two movies that were earlier probably had more blood than the two that we saw that were released this year. So it's like kind of hard to compare. Like, they're all just different. We can't generalize, unfortunately. Okay, sorry. That, that's fine. That's fine. Um. Anyway... If you've seen Tourist Trap, and you can, if you One watch thing it. I will say okay. about this movie, not to interrupt you, was that I felt like it was really... We already mentioned it already, but it was really to the point. It was very concise, and they're just... It was very efficient in using its time to deliver an enjoyable experience. Yeah. There there are a lot of proto-slashers that are um, simple like that. Like, mm-hmm. Halloween has a very simple plot. Texas Chainsaw has a very simple plot. Yeah, Halloween plot. was good. It's just like basic elemental stories, and obviously slashers would simplify it even more. Almost mm-hmm. like there's usually less psychosexual weird stuff going on, and more just like a killer is mm-hmm. a killer, and he's evil and he's silent. Killer is a killer is a killer. Yep, a Norse is a Norse, of course, of course. Anyway, um, uh, if you wanna, if you watch Tourist Trap, if you wanted to talk to us about it, and it's on YouTube. Don't mm. tell anyone I told you, but if you wanna Ooh. watch it, it's there. Did we watch it from YouTube? No, uh, I guess we didn't. Uh, Good job, Brennan. I do not recall. <laughs> um, I feel like Matt would like Tourist Trap. Matt Russell? Yeah. I don't know if he's seen it. Well, Matt, tech Twitter us at Scream101Pod. I feel like he would like it. There's a lot going on. Or find us on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. Are you just talking specifically to him now? Matt, you can email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, and review us. I always say give us five stars because I am being optimistic, but uh, just g- review us. I want to hear what truth. people think. Give yeah. us the truth. Use your your gut feeling here and just, you know, be nice. But not Please. nice, but honest. Yeah, be honest and nice be true and constructive. To yourself. Show that journalism lives. Oh, God. Uh, yep. So that's happening. Next week, we don't have a next week because... Well, it's Thanksgiving. We- yeah, it is. Well, well, this this actually is coming out the day after Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving week Yesterday. after. Yay. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone! <laughs> um, if you want, if well, this is not a good suggestion for now. But if you want a great post-Thanksgiving treat, maybe watch Thanksgiving. Really? Which is, oh, it's a terrible movie, but I kind of love it. Oh, and it's like an hour. It only takes an hour of your time. Mm-hmm. You guys can watch a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. That's not very scary, though. Watch it with some kids. Kids are scary. Okay. Uh, yeah, next week we're going to be closing off this month. We're going to be, like, handing over the torch. You know you should December. watch that oh, is God. scary and what? painful? August O'Shea's County. Okay. It was kind of Thanksgiving because they have a meal, <laughs> and then the mom is Oh, just... okay. So if that's the criteria, um, let's see. Your next is a good Thanksgiving movie. Okay. Dirty Mr. Grandpa. No, I don't think they eat in that. He eats something, but it's not food. Um... Evil Dead. Nightmare on Elm Street, they eat food. No, they don't. Leprechaun 4. Okay, but like in August, Osage County, they have like a huge like meal. Like a meal. Like a meal scene. 
Okay, like in Pan's Labyrinth. Um, yeah, see, that one was good. That was good. Go see That's Pan's Labyrinth. a good Labyrinth. Thanksgiving movie, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. See you Thank you family. for listening. Good luck on your journey. And stay gold. Oh, I was talking about the other kind of head, you know. It's the nope, moving on. <laughs> um, it Might wasn't. Well, just stop you there because I'm not gonna keep this in. And you did not know that was a corpse originally. What do you mean? You didn't know it was a corpse of his dead wife. It clearly was. They were like the texture, so skin-like. Uh, you just thought it was a mannequin. Not that one. At first glance, you thought it was a mannequin. Look, don't put words in my mouth or thoughts in my brain. I'm an independent man. Okay, so when you first saw it on screen, you were like, "Oh, that's his dead wife." I mean, I don't remember from when I first saw it on the screen. Maybe I didn't notice. But the, when they started looking at it, I was like, of course it's a corpse. Okay, okay, fine. I rescinded my comments. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I've he, always said this. It's creepy when mannequins start talking? Yes. Oh, good. Um, I originated that statement, Brennan. Okay, cool. But you didn't. You weren't creeped out by them, though. I so wasn't, but I've always. I just. I did. Okay, so <laughs> I I'm like, great, Brennan. Oh my God! Let me get to my point. <laughs> I want to keep interrupting. I just like interrupting Cal. <laughs> I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. Um, this episode was brought to you by Cupholder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Get out! The podcast is coming from inside the house. Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gorgab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store, and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.